This is Tales of Swordfall. Episode 32, Shared Soup. You you say the first mother, uh, Asir gets this look. Everybody just kind of, like, leaves you. Like, I, I'm thinking Nork suddenly has, like, you know, the cartoon, like, smoke trail just suddenly happen. Or he does, like, one of those, like, <laughs> sneaky, like, stretch moves. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of, like... And something awkward just happened, and I'm gonna go cook. That's like the most halfling thing ever. <laughs> and uh, so he gets close, and uh, you guys are in this uh, like pretty little uh, entryway. Now, girl, why? Why do you want to look up the first mother? You're gonna think it's crazy. Well, stabbing someone with an elder focus is a little crazy too. It seems like you find interesting things, Ran. Mm-hmm. Well, what would you say if I were related to her? He kind of thinks on this. It's you haven't seen him like unsure yet until this point, and you've only known this guy for like god, maybe two days or whatever. And he's been pretty sure until this moment. And roll me an insight. Insight. You can see him flexing his hand like he wants to grab his sword, but he's thinking against it. <laughs> so, you think you're the daughter of one of the daughters of the First Mother? Uh, she just kind of awkwardly shuffles a little. After seeing the sword, well, him kind of flinch towards the sword. Okay, and, uh... Now, Listeran, I hope you're not joking, because some people take that a little seriously. The First Mother... Even though she is completely a myth, and you can tell he's saying this in that way that, you know, you should not be bragging about it. Yeah. That her children are known to be dangerous. Uh, the oh one, one of the founders of this school was actually oh. Uh, Claimed to be one of the sons of the First Mother. And mm. they're known to be extremely powerful. If, if you want, tomorrow, we can further dis discuss this. 
seems fair enough. <laughs> um, yes, I've heard some interesting news, apparently. A lot of things have happened today, I guess. Well, perhaps you should tell me. Let's uh, go into the parlor. And he motions for you to go in. All right. So the rest of you in the kitchen. Um, actually, no, let's first go with Ash, who's roaming upstairs trying to find a room. So, Ash, you go up the stairs. And you notice, like, the closest room to the stairs um, already has, like, a knife mark in it. And it's an elven word. And you might think it's Tyrkers. Maybe. Just, you know. Um, are all the rooms the same or uh, pretty similar? Is it, would it make sense to, like, check all of them or just pick whatever one? I mean, uh, does it matter, like, what kind of view you have outside your window? Um, Ash would like to have a window that the sun comes in in the morning. So, so that would be on the, yeah, on yeah. the east side. Okay, cool, yeah. I mean, uh, it seems like that Tyrker does not like the sun in his eyes the first thing in the morning, so he picked the, one of the ones on the second floor on the west side. So, uh, there are two other stories, I mean, there is another story of bedrooms in this place, so, you know, and it looks like every, like, Tyrker has claimed probably the most, like, the first one, the most convenient one, close to the stairs. Uh, Ash will take the, the next closest one. He does want to be near the stairs in case, like, someone tried to get in to get after all of them. Be first one out. Cool. To head off something. Uh, yeah, if there's one on the east side, that's what he would look for. Oh, yeah, there's probably a room right across. And it's a nice, like, simple room. It has a, a single bed. It has a nice window that you can, like, look over your, uh, and see the garden and uh, the street and also the beautiful countryside of um, Swordfall. And uh, also, added bonus, since you are on the eastern side, you don't get, you wouldn't get that glow from the giant sword. Nice. Yep. And uh, <laughs> like, how do you, how do you mark the room to like be like, this is mine? Um. Kind of seeing what uh, Tyrker did, he'll do uh, a similar thing. He'll he'll actually uh, produce flame and kind of just do a small like wood burn, like uh, a at the top of the door. I almost thought you were gonna put your hand mark on it, just be like. Oh no! Well, that's he doesn't want to like ruin the house. He just wants to make <laughs> a little like, hey, this is my room. <laughs> that that's cool. That would, yeah. And um Yeah, I mean you have a room now. It's it's nice, it's quiet. Actually, you notice that despite this house now being full of people, once you close the door, you don't hear anything from the downstairs. It's actually rather nice. 
Yeah, after the day they've had, this is uh, really refreshing. And Ash will kind of start offloading some of his stuff that he doesn't need if he's like in town. Mm -hmm. uh, and he'll even leave his Warhammer and stuff here. Uh, his Warhammer and his, you know, like his bedroll and stuff, because he's not going to need that. Yeah. Uh, and then he's just going to kind of pace around, kind of trying to get stuff through his head. And um, you find that there's a convenient little chest uh, that's like just near the foot of your bed. And um, as you start putting stuff in, you find that little chest has a lot of room in it. <laughs> Uh, would Ash know what this is? I, uh, I'm gonna say yes, but roll an arcana check just to, for fun. All right. I got fourteen total. Yeah, I mean, basically, you know that uh, you should not put bags of holding in in this because that will just destroy it. It's it's basically a small chest of holding. Very nice. Uh, yeah, so that helps keep things neat, and he'll uh, put his stuff in there. And you notice there's also, like, uh, a closet for hanging clothes, and it's it's just a nice little room that you can call your own, that you can eventually decorate. It looks like somebody, like, has put decorations on the wall in the past. There's, like, you know, uh, probably one of those, uh, like... Where it's darker, where a, like, wall hanging was at one point, and stuff like mm -hmm. that. I, nice. It looks, it looks, it, it, it has that feeling that, like, you just moved in, and people used to live here, but, you know, you're the owner now. Feels good. He's kind of been just walking for a while, so it feels good to settle in for a bit. Yeah, I mean, uh, like, what does Ash start to think about when he's by himself? Uh, he's thinking about, um, Zendai and trying to figure out where in the city, uh, he needs to go next. Uh, just, that's definitely at the forefront of his mind. Yep. And the egg merchant gave you a giant, like, she is here sign, so. Yeah. Yeah. I had it written down. Uh, Anything else on Ash's mind before, like, are you going to join the others down in the kitchen, or are you just going to have your your time? Just a little bit of quiet time until, just for like maybe 20, 30 minutes until, uh, you know, either he hears some, well, I guess it's kind of quiet, but he's going to take a couple minutes and then go down and see what everyone ends up to, so. Yeah. And you have a nice, peaceful time. It's It's almost like... Someone's enchanted all the rooms to make you calm. Give me your wisdom Another... saving throw. Oh, jeez. <laughs> wisdom? Yep. Oh, we got an 18 total. I it, it almost seems like someone's enchanted this room to make you, you calm, but Ash, you are a strong-willed person, so you can go into it if you want, or you can just be like, nope, gonna be alert and vigilant. He might find that uh, a little bit helpful. He'll kind of let it work its magic for just that little bit of time and then uh, shake it off later. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it it's nice having your own place for, for a little bit. 
Like, you don't know how long you're going to travel with these people, but, you know, as long as they get stuff like this, it's... Hey, probably... perks are perks. Yeah. <laughs> so, we're going to pan back downstairs to the kitchen where the people who are not listening, uh, mainly, are are just kind of hanging out. Uh, Nork, you're brewing tea? Uh, no, Nark is straight up cooking a meal. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, there's, like, not too much in here. Someone, like, stocked the... Uh, they just... The necessities, basically. You know, uh, a little... It, you probably have a little bit more in your, your pack right now than what this place has. Oh. Nilkis, when he comes back, um... For Norik, he's going to look at all the ingredients and everything in the cabinet and try to test, like, everything for poison. <laughs> like, sort of, like, obsessively, like, frantically spread everything out and just start fiddling with everything that he goes to touch to use to cook. So you're being, like, you're testing for Yeah, and he's not being calm about it whatsoever. He's, like, frantically, like... It hurriedly taking everything out of the cabinet is this your usual mode when you're like slightly feeling threatened and you someone's like have a new house yeah he thinks this is suspicious because usually like there's a catch to everything you know what i mean like he yeah. doesn't particularly trust nice things so nilkis you are ram rampaging is that the correct word rampaging through the kitchen i guess yeah like he's opening and like slamming cabinets and like uh taking out every ingredients like everything norik touches <laughs> he tries God. to uh say i need to check this first okay now, what are you doing can't you see i'm trying to use that make sure it's not poison <laughs> you know this guy, we we trust him. We've already been through. Uh, what's what's the deal? Look, I know you are some kind folk, you halflings, but <laughs> yeah, it's super racist, right? And he's yeah. just like, well, nice things don't come for free. And they didn't believe me. It didn't come for free. You weren't there for it. It won't take long. Just let me check and then you can use them. Please. <sighs> all right. All right. All right. Go ahead. Do, do your thing. If it'll make you feel better. Okay. He'll do the stuff he wants to use first then. Okay. Um, I'm going to have you roll some kind of intelligence. Uh, give me... Um, investigation seems appropriate here. But... Oh, you rolled the 20. I was going to say, but let's take any kind of constitution and put it on top of that, because you're both not only investigating, but tasting. So, would it still be 21, or would it be higher? I can still do con saves if oh, you what's, want. What's what's your constitution saving bonus? Uh, what's your constitution bonus? I'm proficient. It's a 6. So it would be actually a 26, since you got a natural 20. So you are... You are test-tasting this stuff, 
Uh, so, what is Nork trying to prepare? Like, I uh, he just uh, started getting the pot going for soup. He's just has some things sautéing in the bottom, and he's he's trying to add in some some water and broth and get something going he's looking around for vegetables and uh any kind of other various ingredients which he could throw in this soup yeah well you probably have some vegetables on you oh yeah yeah he carries a few things oh, on him oh yeah always like potatoes are easy to carry and uh, uh, potatoes are those are our life bread there those are staple there yeah there there are a lot of potatoes <laughs> um I don't know what accent that was. Wow. Yeah, boil them, mash them, stick in this stew. Yep. <laughs> and uh, so, is Nilkus foolish enough to try uncooked potatoes? Yes. What are you doing? Don't eat that raw. Give me a constitution saving roll. Oh apparently, my god! Apparently, this is not the first time eating raw potatoes, or even green raw potatoes. And uh, and Nark is gonna kind of uh, reprimand Nilkus a little bit, like trying to reach up and grab the potato out of Nilkus's hand, saying, uh, "You're gonna make it, your stomach's gonna hurt. You're gonna be whining about it later. Don't eat raw potatoes. You gotta cook it first. So I have an iron stomach, buddy. Yeah. Okay, Nilkus." With this crit, please explain, like, what you have, like, how are you not getting sick from, like, let's just say there's flour involved, and you just, like, took a pinch well, of that. In his backstory, he's built up immunity to a lot of poisons because he was forced to take so many. Um, so eating raw potatoes really isn't a big deal compared to what he's been forced to do and eat. Well, okay. Um, they weed out the weak ones. That's just how they do it. So when like characters have a, something in their backstory and they just do a, like a really awesome job at whatever. Well, when the dice are nice enough to have you do an awesome job at it, they usually it's encouraged to like make little feats. And I think we're gonna give you a little feat. Uh, so just remember this. Uh, anytime you do food testing um either with an investigation or a constitution check um you get advantage oh my god thank you yeah i'm i'm pretty sure it will come in handy later on in this campaign somehow but that just sounds awesome <laughs> okay uh alonzo Let's actually focus on you for a moment. I uh, was about to say, <laughs> yeah, I was about I was about to say if I'd ask if I'd found any wine by this point, so I could offer it to them. Um, uh, you give me an investigation. Let's see if you can find wine in this uh, bare bones kitchen. Uh, you find a bottle. There was the existence of wine at some point, but <sighs> yeah, he's gonna kind of set it out inside it. <laughs> But there's plenty of water. Or does Alonzo carry any alcohol on him? Probably not. 
he's not a hip flask kind of guy, but he's 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 gonna have definitely looked. Well, he looked. Um, do I? I still have that key mold. Has it completely lost shape yet? Uh, yeah, it has. It Dang. looks like a key, but like all the prongs are just not right anymore. You can definitely tell that the the key has lost its shape. That's a shame. I'll just change that to lump of wax in my inventory then. Thank you for listening to Tales of Swordfall. Please consider listening to these podcasts. So, gather your muskets, gather your spears, we'll plunder the shores of Calcineer. Come all ye sailors and scallywags, and join the crew of Flintlocks and Fireballs, a D&D podcast following a band of privateers sailing the seas of Napoleonic Calcinia. Catch us at flintlocksandfireballs.com every Tuesday at 7pm GMT or on Podbean, iTunes, YouTube and more. You can also follow us on Facebook at Flintlocks and Fireballs or Twitter on at FlintlocksDND. Fair seas and natural twenties. No cracking storm or spell we fear, so come and sail with us, my dear. Please like, share, comment, and subscribe.